Hi, and welcome to the Deeper Than Money podcast. I am your host, Chloe Elise. I'm a millennial money coach, speaker, dog mom, and a seven on the Enneagram. And I am on a mission to prove to you that finances can be fun and easy. On the Deeper Than Money podcast, we will dive into all things millennial finance, debt, saving, mindset, and how to have financial freedom to enjoy life in your 20s and 30s. I want you to leave this podcast with more confidence around your moolah and the belief that your biggest financial dreams are possible for you. So let's talk money. Hello and welcome back to the Deeper Than Money podcast. Today we're going to talk about money mindset. Does money mindset really matter? And to touch on my evolution when it comes to my thoughts on money mindset, I'm going to take you back on my financial journey. I had just started really figuring out what to do, paying off debt, having an emergency savings, all of those fun things. And I'm working through this. And I'm doing all the things, I'm starting to pay off debts, and I start to notice all of these fears, all of this anxiety and stress and worry and, you know, all that around money. And the more that I was working to pay off more debt or get ahead or do this, I was still getting some results. Like I was still working to pay off debt and getting some mini wins, but I started feeling more stress around money. I started feeling more guilt and more shame. And then I'd be like, okay, well, I just need to try harder. I need to work to pay off more debt and I need to do this. And I was trying to out strategize this money, these money mindset problems that I was having. And so long story short, I got to you know, this point where this was happening over and over and over again to where I was like, I have to do something else. I have to do something else in order to heal this, all of these, the things I was feeling and the, you know, I wasn't feeling good from the money wins I was having. Like I was like, I should be, I paid off a student loan and I still felt stressed. And then when I became debt free, I still felt stressed around money and like all these things. And so I'm like, okay, I always thought this money mindset stuff was crap, but let me just take a look into it. Let me take a look into it. And so that's when I started realizing this whole idea of it being deeper than money, which is why I named the company Deeper Than Money, is because money and and getting ahead with money didn't start to become transformational until I also incorporated with the strategy and the tangible things and the logistics, until I also incorporated the money mindset side of things. And that's when I truly started to see this holistic transformational side of money and wealth building that I'd never known before. So that's what we're going to talk about today. And why this is absolutely perfect timing is that this week and going into um, until the first, you have time to enroll in this month's masterclass. And this month's masterclass is all on 
mindset. It's, it's called mind over money. And it is all about the deeper than money reasons that you need to focus on in order to feel better about money and in order to stop feeling stressed in order to really feel good and stop feeling like an imposter and stop feeling like this isn't possible for you and stop feeling stressed around money and stop feeling guilty when you buy things and and not just say well just stop feeling that way but truly understand why you're feeling that way so we can heal start to heal our relationship with money so we're gonna put that link in the show notes you can also find it over on Instagram at Deeper Than Money and the link in my bio and go and check that out. And if you like this episode, this is like a tiny, tiny little snippet of what we're going to cover in the masterclass. So you will absolutely love this month's masterclass. Okay. So let's dive in. What is money mindset? So my definition of money mindset is a combination of your money beliefs, your money disorders, your money experiences, your money shame, your money fears, and what you believe is possible for you when it comes to money. So that's my definition. When I say money mindset, I really mean this more holistic approach to all of these different things wrapped up in one about money. So that's what our money mindset is. So how do we find out where we're at. Like how do we measure our money mindset and in order to improve it? The best place to do this, the best place to start is to start with your money beliefs. Okay? So this is a fraction of our money mindset that we're going to talk about in this episode today. And money beliefs really boil down to what you believe to be true about money. What do you believe to be true about money? And the wild thing is that it is commonly um, talked about in the, in the financial industry that your money beliefs were decided for you at eight years old, around eight years old, like seven to nine years old, eight years old on average, okay? So think about that. Think about what you were like at eight years old. I was like just running around with a popsicle in my backyard, just just a mess, right? Just a kid with, I don't know. I was a weird kid. I kind of like bugs and I was definitely more of a tomboy and I loved to like go in fields and just like play and I don't know I was weird but anyway I think of like who I was at eight years old obviously our brain is underdeveloped there are so many things we had no clue about at eight years old and that version of me was the one who decided on these money beliefs what (laughs) it's so crazy so the, and the wild thing is, is once you kind of decide subconsciously your money beliefs, if you do not update them, you run on that autopilot. So if you don't actively update your money beliefs, they stay on autopilot from the beliefs that you determined at eight years old. Imagine if we did that with other things. Imagine if at eight years old, I mean, I'm trying to like think back to eight years old. So how old are we? Like third grade. 
I don't know. I mean, if someone would have told me, like, the earth is flat at eight years old, I'm sure I would have believed it. I was very gullible. So imagine something like that, right? Somebody told me the earth is flat at eight years old. And imagine if I just never updated that. Anytime somebody tried to teach me something else, I'm like, yeah, for sure. Okay, yeah, right. And I just, I'm going to believe what I still believe. And I was walking around at 25 thinking the earth was flat. That's absurd, right? It's absurd. But that is what happens with our money beliefs. If we're not actively updating them, we run around in our lives as these fully functioning adults who have who make a salary and who have money and who do things with money still based on those same beliefs. And so what we're going to talk about today is how to how to change that. How to update your money beliefs so you can stop living in that autopilot. So first let's talk about how did you get your money beliefs? Like how do we get them at 8 years old? We're just bippity boppity boo. Our fairy godmother just gives us money beliefs and then we still have them. No, our money beliefs are set in stone based on what our parents said, what they did, or what we perceive to be true from our experience. Okay, so what that means is that maybe mom and dad verbally said something to you. Maybe they said to you, you know, money doesn't grow on trees. We'll never be able to afford that. You can't have that. Maybe they said something to you and you remembered it. And so you're like, boom, that money belief got locked in. Maybe your parents did something where they um, had to return some items at the grocery store because they couldn't pay for it. And so that immediately locked in a belief because you saw that happen and it locked in a belief. Or maybe you saw a situation or heard a situation, took it completely out of context and, and thought, oh my gosh, if that just happened, then this other thing must be true about money. And so from your perceived experience, you came up with this money belief. Okay. Let me give you an example. Maybe you overheard mom and dad downstairs fighting about money. And let me, let me go back. When I say what your parents said or did, This is whatever parental figure, whoever raised you, if that was grandma, if that was in foster care, if that was aunt and uncle, whoever that was, whatever parental figure that was, that's who I'm talking about. I should have clarified that. Okay, but as an example, let's say you're upstairs, you catch mom and dad, you overhear mom and dad fighting about money. And so your eight-year-old brain thinks to itself, oh my gosh, talking about money leads to fights which could lead to a divorce so I so I should never talk about it just you don't talk about money so that's your belief that you have set in stone at a whopping eight years old and now fast forward in your life to 25 years old and maybe how that belief shows up today since you you know haven't updated it so you still live on that on autopilot based on that belief now today you avoid money conversations at all costs in your own relationship because you subconsciously believe that if you talk about it, it'll lead to a breakup or it'll lead to a fight or it'll lead to an argument. So you, without realizing it, avoid these conversations because of what you've learned to be true about money. This is, I hope this is an aha moment for you in some capacity of some of the things that show up in your life. And, and this is, for me, 
in my own journey when I was like, all you need is strategy, all I, you know, people just need to know how to pay off debt and then they'll be good to go and then they can do it. Like they don't need any of this mindset crap. This for me was when I was like, holy cow, I saw growing up, you know, maybe that money was stressful for my parents. And so I believed money is stressful. And still to this day, I will catch myself at times for literally no reason being stressed about money where I have to be like, whoa, what the heck? That's an old belief. Get out of here. I don't believe that to be true. I have updated that belief before, right? But again, that's that autopilot that can creep up. So I hope this is starting, you know, you're starting to to realize some of some of this right now. Okay. So now that we've understood a little bit more about how you got those beliefs, let's try to figure out what money beliefs that you might have. So here's what I want you to do. Get out a piece of paper or pull up your phone, notepad or whatever and get like get a pen ready and do not overthink this. Do not overthink this, but start writing down everything you think of when it comes to money. Don't overthink it. Just start writing. Don't like check yourself. Just like brain dump everything. Like debt is bad. I'm, I will always struggle. Money is really hard. Getting ahead is really hard. I have to do this and that. Just start writing whatever comes to mind at all. Then I want you to go through that piece of paper or whatever. And I want you to circle everything that is true. Not everything that you, that's a belief, right? A belief is something that you've been taught. Something that is true has to be true for everyone, no exceptions, okay? Gravity. It's not like, well, wow, she doesn't believe in gravity, so she just floats around. It's like, no, gravity is true. Whether you believe it or not, it's the truth. Um, You know, there are seven days in our week. There are seven days in our week. Now, is it a, you know, human, like we constructed that, yes, but... It's true that we function on the on seven days a week, okay? That's like how we've constructed time, okay? So that's true. Even if you say, oh, I don't believe in Sundays, in our society, we're still going to have a Sunday, right? It's still going to be, you're still going to have the seven days. So go through this. If you wrote down money is bad or debt is bad, excuse me, if you wrote down debt is bad, is that true for everyone? Does Every single person have to believe that because it's true. No, I don't believe debt's bad. Debt doesn't have to be bad at all. Debt does not have to be bad. And so, but a lot of these things, we, we these beliefs we have to be true about money, we live as if they're true. And when you live as if something's true, you are going to have results come from those beliefs, because you are living your life based on those being true. So as you go through and you're only circling the ones that are 100% true, no exceptions for everyone, has to be true for everyone. There can be no exceptions. What I'm hoping that you will recognize is that a lot of the things that you on, you know, just on off the cuff while you're writing, start to think are true about money aren't actually true. They're a belief. And if they're a belief, that means we can change them. So why do we care about changing the belief? Why do we care about updating or changing the belief? Like I said a couple seconds ago, we want to update the belief because 
your beliefs that you have, since you have those beliefs, you live as if that's the truth. Okay. Let me give you an example, not related to money. If I believed that all dogs were going to bite me, because as a kid, my parents told me we can't get a dog because all dogs bite you and will attack you. I would probably in my life never get a dog and I'd be scared to be around dogs because I would be living based on that belief, what I feel like is true. Again, if I'm scared of dogs and I think all dogs are going to bite me, why would I get a dog? Why would I get a dog if I thought that was true? I wouldn't. Okay, I wouldn't. And therefore, my result of not having a dog is based on this belief. Now, if you're anything like me, where you have dogs and my dogs are basically my children and I love them so much, my life is, would not be complete without them. Um, I would be like, oh my gosh, this poor person who thinks that these dogs are going to bite them. And so they don't have a dog. They're missing out. They're missing out on this wonderful, beautiful life with dogs who are the most lovable, amazing creatures who make my day every single day. They're, they're totally missing out based on this belief that doesn't have to be true. Based on that belief that they had as a kid that they never updated. So now let's talk about how that can apply to money. If you believed that you would always be in debt because you were taught that. As a kid, your parents said, oh, well, you'll always have student loans. You'll always have debt. And so you thought that was true. You would never take the steps to becoming debt-free. Or you might take a step, but you will self-sabotage backwards to staying in debt because you have that belief. And just like with the dog, I believe dogs are going to bite me, so I'm not going to get a dog. The result is based on the belief. Similar with money, similarly with money, if I believe I'm always going to be in debt, the result will be similar to that belief. The result will be that I stay in debt or that I pay off some credit card debt, then I go back into credit card debt or that every time I go to pay off debt, something comes up, it feels like. Again, because our results flow from our beliefs. They're so impacted. And so again, I said this in the beginning, but you cannot out-strategize your beliefs. You have to simultaneously work to update your beliefs as you are working on your strategy around money, as you're working on the logistics of how to increase your credit score or how to pay off debt fast or whatever those other logistics are, you have to simultaneously be working on, uh, you know, updating these beliefs for yourself so your beliefs can support that strategy because that is the truly the winning formula. So this week, your homework is to work to identify three beliefs that you have about money. Maybe you already did it in the brain dump when you listed those things out, but try to identify three beliefs with money, write it in your phone notepad, and identify when one of those three beliefs comes up this week. Maybe the belief you identified was money is stressful. Okay, so then this week, I want you to identify when you have feelings of stress when it comes to money and write them down. Okay, because not only is it important to identify those money beliefs, but then it's important to identify when that comes up for you in your life so we can then 
pivot to start updating those beliefs with new beliefs so we can have those new beliefs helping us create the result that we want of building wealth, of becoming a you know future bajillionaire, whatever that looks like for you. So that's your homework for this week. Don't forget that the if you like this uh, podcast episode, you are going to be obsessed with this month's masterclass. It is so freaking good. I'm so freaking excited. I took a little bit, some, you know, a sneak peek out of it to make this podcast episode. So again, make sure you go and enroll. It's $37. If you're joining one time, it's a two hour masterclass of content. Plus you get the replay, plus you get a worksheet. Um, or if you sign up for our monthly masterclass where every month you get a new masterclass, it is $24. So go grab that. If you are interested in learning more about your money beliefs and leveling up your money mindset and either way, we'll see you back next week for another episode of the deeper than money podcast. Yeah.